Hello everybody and welcome to a brand new episode from Setting the Tone. Today is all about the band Chugaroom. Stick around because I'll tell you more about what that includes right after the intro. Hello everybody and welcome back to today's episode which is all about the band Chugaroom. Uh, I've got a wonderful interview with Levi coming up where we talk about the making of Death Pledge which is out everywhere now uh, for you to stream or purchase a physical copy if you wish to do so. I strongly urge you to do so because the album is absolutely fantastic and I'm only halfway through listening to it. Um, as well as we'll be playing you a track off the album which is a track called uh, Should Have Been featuring Kellen Quinn. Uh, an amazing track, really, really like it. I love I love the kind of, it's like a pop punk element to it, so stick around because that's coming right next. And then after that track, we'll be jumping straight into our interview with Levi. Um, so I hope you enjoy that. Oh, there is nothing in this world that tastes sweeter. No, there is nothing in this world that satisfies the way the rush takes over inside. When we're better than the headline acts, we should have been the headline acts. Satisfies the 
everybody and welcome back. So that was the track there. Uh, should have been featuring Kellen Quinn. Really, really love that track. As, and like I say, I'm digging the album. I'm only halfway through it to date. Uh, so right next we have got our interview with Levi. Stick around for that one. I hope you enjoy that. So Levi, welcome to Set and Tone. Everyone, welcome Levi from Chugaboom. Uh, how are you doing, Levi? I'm very good, thank you, mate. How are you? I'm really, really well. Like I was just saying there, uh, festival season's coming and I am absolutely ecstatic because the festival is looking awesome for next year. Um, Which I'm looking at Download, Slam Dunk, um, you know, all the good ones, all, all the main players. There's a lot of reunions happening. There's a lot of reunions happening. Um, if you're a fan of the Welsh music scene, then I think you'll be ecstatic that you've got yeah. the Blackout and you've got Kiss and Glass Houses at two major festivals, which is phenomenal. Really, really good. Uh, and there's a couple of other reunions there as well that I'm probably missing um, and not doing justice to bands. But I can't forget, I can't remember them all. My memory's like a sieve, so I apologise to those bands if I have not shouted you out. Um, but anyway, enough about those guys. We're not here to talk about them. We're here to talk about Death Pledge. Um, which came out uh, literally last week, which is the follow-up to the Zodiac re-arrest, um, which was released in 2021. So, Levi, talk me through the journey of Death Pledge, please, if you will. Of course, of course I will. So, Death Pledge came about, um, well, I mean, it had been, the re Zodiac re-arrest was a re-release of an album we released in 2015 called Zodiac Arrest, um, which is a better pun. And um, we, we 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 sort of thought we can't just re keep re-releasing stuff we've already released. It's been eight years, I think seven years actually. I keep saying the wrong year, the wrong number of years. It was seven years since we released the first album. I think it's about time we finally wrote some new music. And we, I mean, we we'd released the uh, Christmas album, Christmas Number Ones, but that doesn't really count in our like number of albums count. You know, mm -hmm. it, we, we're calling Death Pledge our second official album, even mm -hmm. though technically we've released three already. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And, and I mean, it, it, we thought, right, now's the time. But the album is primarily about what it's like being older in the same stupid band. Um You know, because eight years ago or seven years ago, we we weren't the same people that we are now. And it would be silly to write the same songs. Uh, to, you know, so we're talking about what our lives are like now that we're all, I'm not going to tell you our ages, but we're all older uh, than we were. And, that, you know, I think the song's lyrical content um, reflects that. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's been a long time coming and people have been begging us for new music forever and we just gave in. That's sort of what happened. Awesome. Give the people what they want. Um, obviously, you mentioned about the lyrical themes there about growing up. Obviously, that's a, a big theme for everyone. We all go through it. And, you know, the last few years have kind of merged into one. So it's good to have new music out there. In terms of levelling up, what have you guys done differently? Because obviously, that's a big gap there from the first release to this release, eight years. What have you done in that time to kind of level up, so to speak, to go that extra bit, that extra mile? Yeah, so I think the biggest thing with this album is it, it was a much more collaborative effort between all of us. So Zodiac Arrest was, um, it was only a couple of us that worked on that album. Um, you know, a, a lot of the other members were just there, uh, but actually didn't really write anything. Whereas this time around, um, we let our bassist write some stuff. 
that's where bad skills bra came from um he he actually started that writing process um and our drummer wrote all of his own parts what's going on um and he, i think that it was just it was much more collaborative um lyrical content was much more collaborative um and i think everybody got their own like little bit of flavor on the album and i think it's better for the extra bit of diversity i think i think it's definitely um a more whole product i think this time around um and yeah i mean one of the biggest difference with the recording process is we actually had real drums on this record rather than programmed drums um which i know our drummer is very keen to tell people um because he is actually a very good drummer and it wouldn't be fair if we didn't allow him to play on this record so um yeah he, he did he did a great job um in fact we you, you were talking about the welsh scene we recorded the drums in wales um so yeah it's uh it, it, this album for sure it's been a very different process for us i noticed you there's been a couple of guest appearances kelly quinn stands out there um it's been one of the, the appearances on it how did you kind of rope him into the into the process into the madness yeah so it just came we, we were trying to we, we knew that should have been needed a feature vocalist um it's just it was just the right song for it we knew we, want, we wanted it to be a primarily clean vocalist um because that's just the, the feel of that song and we were initially when we were looking at who we wanted we were looking quite low on the food chain um and then we just sort of thought screw it let's just ask some people and the first person up the food chain that we asked was kellen quinn and we sent him an email and uh he came back with this amazing response basically saying this song is you know this sounds incredible i'm i'm down let's do it and he signed it off kellen the funk master quinn and it was at that point that we, that we realized that yeah this is uh he's in <laughs> he's got it uh, <laughs> You know, so so an appropriate amount of money exchanged hands, and there you go. <laughs> we ended up with a feature with Kellen Quinn, which is which is pretty cool. Oh damn! I I, I would have thought he was in it for a bag of Harry Potter and some hugs, but oh well, I guess currency is key these days. Currency is key. Yeah, we we can't, <laughs> can't deny that boy is worth some money. So uh... never mind, never mind. In terms of like when you you're obviously making albums or even releasing singles how do you adjust your mindset from the previous body of work you did do you kind of just go right clean slate uh reset no egos or do you kind of just take anything over from previous that you might have had hanging around yeah i mean this zodiac arrest was very much a just sort of it, it was it was zodiac arrest was written in a month that was like just in one month that the album was written and recorded and that's that was the album that we released um, whereas this time around, I mean, we worked on this record for about eight or nine months and it wasn't slapdash. We we actually, you know, took time to make sure the songs are as good as they could be, cut out any fat, you know, um, extend any bits out that needed extending. You know, we just took the time to actually break these songs down because a lot of the demos we've had for years, um, but it's about like adapting those demos or the good ideas from these demos and turning them into a new thing so i wouldn't say we necessarily like go into an album writing process going right let's make this different 
it just will end up a bit different because we are slightly different people. Our tastes have slightly changed. You mm-hmm. know, we've listened to some bands that, you know, uh, that um, we were really inspired by um, Alpha Wolf, you know, um, and whilst our songs don't necessarily sound like Alpha Wolf, there is definitely some stuff there that you, we've pulled from the Alpha Wolf shelf. And, um, you know, that's just, that's just one example. But, you know, we, we've definitely... I, I think it just naturally is slightly different because we're different musicians now. It's been eight years. So, um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. You mentioned there about obviously making the songs as good as they can be. You had nine months, you gave yourself nine months. Obviously that nine months would that have coincided with these wonderful years of the pandemic and kind of, I guess that oh, yeah. probably has allowed you that time, the pandemic, you know, it's, it's horrible as the pandemic has been for many people. It's kind of, it's certain for me, it allowed me a bit more time with certain things. Uh, I'm imagine that might've been the same for yourselves. Yeah, so there's um this the song the title song Death Pledge was written um during COVID uh during like a particularly rough period of time um you know it, it, for for everybody but in particular me um you know I I'd just been made redundant and all of this stuff in you know in in the in my personal life and it was all just sort of going wrong and that that song is about the, your mental space and um doubting yourself and doubting whether or not you we can do the music stuff um and it's it's a pretty genuine song for us like it actually talks about some real shit um but yeah so some of those songs were written during the the pandemic um but actually i mean we did write we did do a really short three track uh ep during um the pandemic called um the co- uh what's it called chug wars the covid19 saga um and uh, i mean we we spoke about the pandemic very explicitly in that but um yeah they're, they're just while we were working on that we were demoing and writing stuff and what what i will say about the pandemic is it, it gave us so much time to just write shit i mean we released our christmas album during the pandemic um and the, we, some demos from death pledge were written uh starts you know started to form during that process so yeah i think uh it, it gave us a lot of time for ideas to spawn it's not like when we when it came to actually going right it's album time we were starting from zero we weren't because we mm-hmm. developed you know loads of ideas and we were just picking out the best bits from you know a load of crap that we'd been doing over the last few years so yeah uh, it definitely had an effect um for sure did you um obviously with the pandemic did you face any problems in terms of getting together or were you i guess like most people yeah. working remotely we very much worked remotely we worked out how to um i mean we didn't record remotely um but there was a lot of writing that happened remotely and then as soon as lockdown um sort of started to ease off there was uh you know we, we were very eagerly meeting up and um you just trying to track as much, as many demos as possible in the in the time that we had because we we had so many ideas and you know l- luckily i do have quite a nice recording setup here so it is possible for you know demos to appear out of midair while i'm lonely and sad in my room um but, but yeah i think uh it it was hard to meet up and um when it came to because we we did a a stream a live stream uh, during the pandemic we um there's this fantastic venue called kk steel mill in wolverhampton Mm -hmm. and um, during the pandemic they were hosting live streams for bands for people you know they sold tickets it was a ticketed thing and um 
we i think we played to like 200 people over the internet um that paid for the, for this experience and it was um that 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 was pretty pretty crazy but actually meeting up to rehearse for that was really hard um so yeah no everyone just had to commit to practicing at home i think we had like i think it was like one and a half rehearsals we had before we did that live stream so it was a bit sketchy um but you know it, it you you adapt and you you do what you can Mm, definitely you bet you mentioned there's something keen about live streams that you know i know you guys weren't the only band out there doing a live stream but for a band like yourselves that are just coming out to put the second album out how problematic is that to keep building that fan base and you're having to build a fan base through live streams that's that's got to present its own challenges in one way you know trying to get people to pay for something new they might not be too keen with well look we've we've had a really solid fan base for years well you, you really loyal solid fan base and um we've like chugaboom has been a very self um self-funding exercise we've never you know had to personally put uh, you know put our hands into our pockets to make stuff work because luckily uh we've had a pretty re reliable um income from our fans you know we've got mm. our patreon um and we've got, uh, you know, we, we have a, a fairly solid number of monthly listeners on Spotify and we've had that for, for quite a while. And it's so that hasn't really been a problem for us. Um, very early on, we managed to, I think, capture some sort of magic um, with, with our with our fan base. And they're all very, um, I mean, yeah, loyal is the best word for it. So I growing during the pandemic was mainly just. I mean, we, we were able to release quite a lot of stuff, quite a lot of songs during the pandemic. I mean, um, with the COVID EP and the Christmas album, um, you know, we, we were able to to do quite a lot, mainly because we have a recording set up here. So I don't I don't think we struggled as much as other bands um, in, in, in that aspect, because our fans are all over the world. And so for, to do a live stream that you know they could all join in do you know what i mean so yeah it was it was it was a very it was more of a com like a really solid community effort i think um yeah we, i don't think we struggled as much as other bands in that in that respect that's good that's really really cool uh, on the topic of the album is there a particular song or section that you feel that's really strong in comparison to the rest of the album and if so why i don't know if there's one song that I would say is miles above everything else. Um, I think Death Pledge does stand out because it is a bit more. Um, uh, it's just it's just a bit a little bit bigger than some of the others, just in terms of um, emotion and energy. Um, but I mean. Uh, I think Smoke Rings of Saturn Part 3, I think Bad Skills, Bra, I think I Don't Wanna, they're all really, like, some of the best songs we've ever written. I, I mean, I believe the album is the best album or collection of songs we've ever put out. So I don't think there is, like, one thing that stands head and shoulders above the rest. Okay, that's cool. Um, outside of the band, what do you guys do? And is there anything that you, you're doing outside of the band that you take inspiration from whether that be i don't know a simple task for like riding a bicycle or painting or whatever it may be oh man i'll be honest this this takes up a lot of our time like 
<laughs> we're always working on the next thing. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything obvious that... I mean, uh, Leo, one of our guitarists, is um, a gym nut. So he, you know, he's always lifting, doing stuff. He's he's ridiculously in shape. It just upsets me. Um, Johnny is... Uh, I don't, I don't really know what to do. He's a, he's a professional procrastinator. Mm-hmm. Um, I know recently he's been watching all of the new Lord of the Rings uh, stuff. What What is it? Rings of Power. Um, he's been watching all of that. And then he went back and watched all of the new, all of the old Lord of the Rings films. Um, but but me, what have I been doing? I'm trying to think now what I've been doing. We, we've been doing a lot. I've been doing a lot of TikTok stuff. Um, trying to understand and work out TikTok. We had a couple of viral videos and we've managed nothing since. Um, <laughs> seems to be the way for TikTok. But yeah, it's it, this this stuff takes a lot of my time, man. <laughs> That's fair. On, on the subject of videos, I noted that uh, there's a little cover, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, that's done very, very well. Um, I, I was listening to that today just because being a big queen, I thought, what, what have these guys done to a classic clean green track? And you guys have definitely put your own spin on it. I think that's one way of putting it. It's in a good way. Well, I, yeah. I mean, Freddie Mercury said about his music, um, and I say this all the time, that Freddie Mercury said, you can do whatever you want with my music, just don't make it boring. Um, and so we took that quite literally and we made it not boring, I think. Um, at least I hope so. Pete, the, the, when When we released that, it seem to completely split the internet about whether or not it should exist and i'm fine with that 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 was you know that was sort of the aim is to just yeah, cause ripples it's definitely like that classic saying opinions like ourselves right everyone's got one quite literally um no i think i think it's good it's different you know it's not it's not the classic kind of following the same pattern you you put your own spin on it and it's it's really good for that in itself um how would you sum up 2022 and what's what's going on in 2023 for yourselves? 2022 has been a mad scramble to get this album ready. That's what 2022 has been. <laughs> um, we haven't played as many shows as we would have liked this year. We want to change that next year. Um, we're in the middle of sorting out a tour for um, March next year. Um, so that's going to be announced hopefully relatively soon. We're just trying to get all those bits together. Um what else? We are doing a Christmas show in December, December the 9th. Uh, we try and do something at Christmas. We call it Chugmas. Uh, <laughs> we try and do something every year. Um, so we're doing that. But, I mean, next year it's definitely going to be, you know, uh, just trying to promote Death Pledge as much as possible, trying to get to as many places as possible, spread the word, and, um, you know, just, just try our best to to do as much as possible that's that's the aim sounds like a plan sounds like a very good plan dude um to close out our time today levi i've got some quick fire fun questions for yourself um quick go who would you like to share a cold drink with and why i'm talking alcoholic cold drink here as well person could be dead or alive um sasha baron cohen any any particular reason why bore just because it's bore well, no, he's not just Bora, is he? That's kind of the amazing thing. He could, he's a chameleon, that man. He is. He'd be fascinating to hang out with. Definitely. Um, it, it could roll out that yellow 
waterproof hope, whatever it was back in the night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, who would you like to um, make a record with and why? Uh, I want to work with um, Holding Absence in some way. Great band. Absolutely great band, aren't they? So good. Yeah. But I'm putting that into the world. I'm putting that out into the world every opportunity I get. <laughs> uh, sure. Brief interactions on Twitter, but, you know, let's uh, let's make something happen, boys. Let's make it happen. Holding Absence, make it happen. Chugaboom, want to be with you. Make it happen. Uh, the, la- the last album you listened to? Um, Pep by Lights. Good shout. Good shout. Is there um, an album of the year that you have so far? Death Pledge by Chugaboom. <laughs> if it wasn't your own, what would you go if it wasn't? Uh, okay, that's not fair. Um, <laughs> the only album I've bloody listened to this year. Uh, <laughs> what would I do? Um, man, you're making me. These are meant to be quick, and I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look at my Spotify. Um, let me see. You know what? Album of the year. Let's go for Holy Fuck by Demi Lovato. Do you know? I was actually listening to that the other day, and I was really shocked. It's um, so. There's there's a, a naughty. Well, I say a naughty. It's not really naughty. There's a little song there about talk about teenage experiences, and I was like. And I was, I was picturing this Disney girl that's now an adult, and I was like, this is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 29. Well, it, yeah. It, it, if you Google crazy. that story, it's pretty mad, it's actually. Cra- crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, if you could put a band together, who would you pick to be in your band? Interesting. I mean, all of the current instrumentalists for Ice Nine Kills, mm-hmm. I would have Tech Nine and me. There you go. That's the that's the dream man. Sack all of sack off all of my guys, and I'm gonna get all of those. What what do you call it? Would you call it like oh, I can't make a catchy band name to last year? I mean, we came up with Chugger Boom, so I, I'm not the right person to be asking for names. <laughs> well, no. Levi, thank you very much for taking the time out to join me on set. No um, I wish you all the best this year. Have a lovely Christmas because it's, it's coming around quickly, isn't it? It seems weird saying it on 9th of November, but it will soon be here. It um, is, man. Chugmas is coming soon. Chugmas is definitely coming. And um, hopefully I'll catch you next year at a show and all the best for 2023. Let's do it. Thanks very much, dude. No worries. Take care, mate. All the best. Bye-bye. Bye. So that was Levi from the band Chugger Room. I hope you enjoyed our chat with Levi. Um, I think we covered a variety of topics there. And I'm I'm not afraid to admit it that Chugger Room is a band that wasn't on my radar, but certainly a very much on the radar going to 2023. I'm keen to see what they continue to do and um who knows so thank you once again for your time today thank you for checking into um this episode it means the absolute world to always have your support um throughout the year i can't believe that we're almost at the end of 2023 already literally just a matter of weeks until um you know the year is over uh, as always if there's something that you wish to come onto the show to talk about whether it be a single an album an ep or you're a new band that's getting together or a tour, please feel free to reach out via the email, which is stt-setandtoneoutlook.com, or you can reach out to Set and the Tone on Set and Tone UK Podcast. That is the same handle, social media handle for Facebook and Instagram. Twitter is slightly different. That is stt-uk podcast, um, and we'll see what we can do to make that happen. As always, guys and girls, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, stay safe, and I'll speak to you all very soon. Bye-bye for now. We'll be right